graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Did you think up until just now America was the only country with a democracy? They also say my anaconda don't want none, unless you've got buns, huh? The name ends in ski. It's not for me. Hey, I'm a big city slicker kind of guy. I do cool stuff and nobody fucking likes you. <laughs> I mean, I remember not being good, but I remember like having fun. Like most relationships in my life. Don't be a stranger. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith. Guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcast. You're listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit twostrangersonepodcast.net. And now, here's Chris Cologne and Austin Schutte. Hello and welcome to Two Strangers, One Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm wearing the skin of a human whose name was Austin. Well, I don't know if my recorder is working. Uh, today's the inaugural, uh, for the card cast at least, the inaugural use of my recorder. I but I decided. You tested it beforehand. Yeah, well, <laughs> I also have my phone recording also, because, you know, they say if you have two, you have one. If you have one, you have none. Son. Is that a real thing they say? It's like a thing, like when you're, like when you're in, like in any kind of like entertainment or whatever. Like, yeah. they also if you have equipment. They also say my anaconda don't want none <laughs> unless you've got buns, huh? <laughs> um, so, so it's, it's kind of like uh, when Tommy Wiseau was shooting The Room and he shot on film and HD cameras side by side. <laughs> Is it? If you had two, you got none. You got one. You if, got one. If, you, if two have, it's a. Uh, we need more cameras. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get a chance to put out the episode today. It's Monday because the the Wi-Fi at our job wasn't working. Right. So, which did you? All right. So, if you leave out the main door of the break room, uh-huh. was the password on the right or the left that you used? Uh, if you're leaving the break room, well, I used the one that was on the left, the old right. one that's been there from okay. like last month. You fucked up. Okay. The, the new one is on the other side of the door. I checked the other side of the door and I well, saw nothing on the clipboard. I think so, I think someone like took the. Uh, Took it? Yeah, and I remember like a couple a couple password changes ago, mm-hmm. like the paper was like on on the table, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why doesn't someone just post this? And like I took a picture, I took a picture of the password, of the old password. Yeah. Like that's what I'll do in case if I don't have it, I need it from my laptop. But I haven't done the artwork yet. But I was planning to do the artwork on my lunch break. See the stuff I do, the sacrifices I make for this podcast. Yeah, man, you <laughs> use a fucking hour of your forty hours of free time every week. To... <laughs> cobble something together but it's I, I've started it's become my habit where I'll edit the podcast like I'll watch Saturday Night Live my daughter's usually asleep by then she's usually asleep before Saturday Night Live and then after then I'll start editing the podcast and then I fucking I see the sun come up and I'm like okay it's time to go to sleep so 
we've had it in the camp for like 30 hours, and we're like, eh, maybe I'll get to it now. <laughs> well, but what? Because we stop, we it's record Friday dedicated. night. Yeah. Oh, it's my weekend. I want to relax. They <laughs> <laughs> worked all week, damn it. It's hard, man, but it's like, you know, I get my kid on the weekends, and only on the weekends, and I'm tired. Like, I just want to relax. I just want to, or, or run errands, and I get my kid. And don't get me wrong, I love my kid. And I want to spend time with her, and I'm trying to, like, keep her off the pole, as Chris Rock says. But You're afraid that she's going to date a Polak? <laughs> Chris Rock's kind of a dick. <laughs> the name ends in ski. It's not for me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> as a Polak myself, I give you permission to tell that joke, but just careful with that shit about Little Poland, all right? <laughs> Is there a Little Poland? No. Oh, okay. I know there's... there's there used to be, but now it's a Little Austria. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a little Poland here. Not anymore. Uh, a little Poland. Uh, a little Poland. That was my that was my nickname in high school. Little Poland. Because <laughs> you're small and stupid. <laughs> How many little Polands does it take to change a light bulb? None because he's fucking short. <laughs> Kids are jerks. <laughs> so, I posted a picture of myself today... I, you know, one of Facebook flashback deals <laughs> seven years ago. Yeah. You said I look like a guy from the barbershop? I, like I don't a, understand that reference. You look like the kind of fucking scumbag that just, like, hangs out at the barbershop, <laughs> but you're not getting your hair cut. <laughs> you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm sure at least one person I know will get their hair cut today, and then I'll have a social life. <laughs> For the most part, I'm just here to talk about sports with a guy who I think is my friend, but really only tolerates me because I keep buying drinks. <laughs> You know, just that, that kind of like, hey, I'm a big city slicker kind of guy. I do cool stuff and nobody fucking likes you. <laughs> sort of have a captive audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I keep coming here. He doesn't want to kick me out. It's like, you know, we'll, we'll hang out with you because we're fucking at work and every hour or so you buy a Snapple. <laughs> <laughs> when, I lived in, when I lived in Jersey, I lived in a not-so-great neighborhood. <laughs> like now in Rochester And uh, that was when I used to have hair And I used to go get my hair cut at the. And it was I was the only light skinned person in there I mean let's be real It was interesting to see like Guys would come in Everyone's selling a mixtape I, I wouldn't be surprised if there were guys like buying weed in the back Real like real fucking suspicious type stuff going on And then like what I hated was Sometimes I would get there Like I, I, you know, I would just walk in You know I'm used to most barbershops you walk in And, and then like somebody would come in Oh, if you don't mind, he had an appointment. And that was really, like, like, you're fucking with me. That guy didn't have an appointment. He's your friend. You don't want him to wait. Because when I came and sat down, you never the guy never said, Hey, look, it's 145. I have a 2 o'clock appointment. Right. You know, I came in. Some guy would come in, you know, give him the complicated handshake. You know, you know what I would say to that if he said something like that to me? Yeah. I'd like, hey, it's 145. I got 2 o'clock appointment. Well, if it takes you 15 minutes to cut my fucking hair, I'll go to a different barbershop anyway. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, is, you know, like, I think you should let the person know, like, okay, just letting you know that, you know, I have an appointment at this time, and the guy I'm taking care of right now is not going to be done by then. You know, and it's like, what are you going to do? You know, sort of like a Mexican standoff in the barbershop. Well, no, I have I have no gun. Right. I'm being held at gunpoint yeah. at the, <laughs> the and, barbershop. And also, you're not. They're like, hey, we might not serve you. <laughs> or you might have to wait a little bit. It's not, it's not really a Mexican standoff that's just like, oh, I couldn't get a haircut today. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted one. I guess I have to wait. It's like, I need $10 before 2 o'clock, but I can't cut this guy's hair because I have a 2 o'clock appointment. But that's a Mexican standoff. Yeah. He could deny you a haircut, and you could deny him the $10 for the haircut. 
Anyway, it was a cute picture. Your kid looked great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's weird because I had hair. I was that was thinner. really fucking weird. <laughs> and that was my very first Android phone. That was seven years ago. Wow. 2011. Like, I still had, like, a flip phone when I went to go work at Radio Shack where we sold Android phones. Uh, I didn't even get a cell phone until, like, 2001. I got a cell phone after 9 11. I was like, okay, now I need a cell phone. I didn't have a cell phone until, like, 2008. Granted, you know, I was, like, a child up until then, so. <laughs> I just kind of got a cell phone because I started to need one. Well, in 2008, you were. 17? 16, 17. 17? And even then, like, I never kept time on it, so I just, like, owned a cell phone. (laughs) Oh. Like, you know, there'd be, like, a month or two here and there where I'd keep minutes out of it for the most part. I'd just fucking let it lapse. Now, look at me. Always got a cell phone. (laughs) Always, like, oh, I can't leave this in the other room because what if someone fucking calls me? Fucking hate my life when I turn it off sometimes. (laughs) But it's like, uh... It's a connected world. It's like, you didn't answer your cell phone. Are you fucking dead? <laughs> no, I just... I just don't have pockets right I just, now. I just wanted to read for a minute. It's just one, just one fucking goddamn minute, Mom. So, <laughs> and the, <laughs> on the last episode, I asked you what your plans for the Super Bowl were, and you didn't go. Yeah, yeah, I, um, I stayed at home, made quesadillas, and had nothing to do with the Super Bowl until it was over. So how'd you know about the solo trailer? Because my friend Keith out in California texted me as soon as the teaser came out. He's like, "Dude, did you see the trailer?" I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not watching the game. Like, what the fuck? Well, you just fucking. It'll be online soon. Look at it. Like, All right, man. Like, how are you? How are you this inarticulate over text? <laughs> I didn't mumble, really, mumble. Neither of us really said any of that, but you know, it's funny, and you get the gist. Uh, left up here, right? Left, yeah. I don't know why the fuck I switched lanes. You're probably wondering about yourself. Eh, it's, it's empty night, or you just live. Oh yes, it's empty night, and the feelings. We right. can live. We can yes, live risky. Empty night. My butt is tight. Cut across four lanes or three lanes. Turn here quick. <laughs> left or right? Left or right? Death pack. Serpentine. Oh, yeah. So you, you, you didn't watch the game? I didn't watch the game. What do, what do people do who don't watch the game? Oh, same thing I do every fucking Sunday night, man. Watch Netflix, play video games, fucking read a book, make quesadillas. So for nerdy stuff, they go, obviously the solo trailer I was super jazzed about. There was a new TV spot for Infinity War. A new TV spot for Infinity War. I'm trying to think, I mean... Were, were you just bitching about the Ralph Report sports section and now you're like, let's talk Super Bowl? No! Well, I'm talking, I'm talking about... Well, I, went, I, I didn't talk about the game. I was, uh, let's, let's talk about the commercials, which is like people like myself. You know, there was a, the new Infinity War trailer spot. Um, and, uh, you know, you stay, you know, they had to show Tom Holland climbing that big cock ring in the sky, taking his mask off, gasping for air. And you know, whenever, whenever Tom Holland handles a cock ring, it takes his breath away. <laughs> At least that's what I've heard. He's I, a child still. He's not even. He can't vote yet. So I should. And say plus, anything. he's not American, so he really can't vote. <laughs> Do they vote in England? Yes. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a monarchy. They have a queen. I'm like, do they vote? It's a constitutional monarchy. <laughs> yeah, they vote for like the prime minister and like the, the queen. Party. I win every year. <laughs> Hello, every four years, it's me again. Did you did you think up until just now America was the only country with a democracy? Well, I didn't. I didn't 
I mean, I know they have a parliament, but I never, it never dawned, because to me, voting seems like such an American thing to do. Like, you know, you see, like, the polling places that have, like, you know, the red, white, and blue banners and stuff like that. Like, I, I don't think of voting... Most countries vote. Yes, I, I mean... <laughs> I, I, okay, I'm a Merocentrist. A Merocentrist? But, like, technically speaking, even North Korea votes. They just, yeah. just only one name on the ballot. <laughs> you vote for Oon? Oh, Oon! Every term. They I'm a Democrat and Republican. They just, they just lead people in droves, and they're like, you know, like, fucking at gunpoint, like, hey, vote for Kim Jong-un. He's the only one on the ballot. And they're like, fuck, okay. <laughs> Why do you show up? <laughs> right. Okay. Because you have a damn from work, you show up, you go. Wait, well, well, it's, it's, it's the Democratic People's Republic of fucking Korea. Is that racist of mid affectation? Yeah, yeah <laughs> I was gonna let it slide because we're pros. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty fucked up. <laughs> if you're gonna call yourself out, I guess I can. <laughs> End of chapter one. <laughs> Insert tape two. Na 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 na. Give me a head with hair, long, beautiful hair, shining, streaming, gleaming, plaques of waxing. That's cats, right? This is the age of Aquarius. How many of them understand? Aquarius. When the moon is in the seventh house. And Jupiter aligns with Mars Then peace will guide the planets And hydrocephalia This is the time <laughs> Welcome back Hydrocephalia, we're back That was our musical interlude So you can go and take a piss while you listen to the podcast yeah. they're, all, they're just doing fucking show tunes And acting like they like pussy <laughs> Which is a, a harmful fucking stereotype, <laughs> by the way. And not like people who major in musical theater mm. are gay or anything like that. Mm. But uh, I digress. So, uh, when <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did digress. Very, very good. Starting to recognize Allow it finally. Allow me to segue into a segue. What's the deal with the Segway? Like, I, think I want to get one. The CEO of Segway fucking tied in a Segway accident? <laughs> wow. Like inventing the gun to fucking kill yourself. It's like, I want to kill myself, but in the most innovative way possible. Yeah. One way would revolutionize most people's life. But it didn't really revolutionize anybody's life. I mean, besides Paul Mart, Paul Blart. Yeah. Right, Cops. just like, rich people who can afford a Segway fucking love the Segway. <laughs> but, like... You can't take it anywhere. Like, right. there's no segways like chained to a to a pole, like a like a bicycle or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you can just kind of slide it out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty much. Yeah, I don't want to walk, and I want gyroscopes involved in that endeavor. <laughs> but you know, that was supposed to be the big thing. We were supposed yeah. to be, you know, the year 2018, and I went to like the Jetsons and Cities in the Clouds. And, I went to Epcot in 2004 uh-huh. and saw like a prototype segue with this guy and I was like, this is going to be the next big thing pretty soon. You won't have to fucking walk anywhere, you dumb little shits. <laughs> and I'm like, why did they let this guy work here? He's fucking verbally abusing these children, <laughs> calling them dumb little shits. He's like, shut up, you cuck. I'm like, whoa, progressive, dude. All right, you're, you're okay, man. You really are from the future. <laughs> it was cool, man. Donald Trump is president. <laughs> yeah, right, okay. I hate the speculative fiction bullshit. No, he was, turns out he was super Parisian, man. He's a good dude. He fucking killed himself. <laughs> so I was uh, with the uh, 
with the introduction of our last episode of the of uh, Sam's Club, <laughs> the hydrocephalic pimp. Before that, we had uh, interior designer Bane. Bane interior design. Bane interior design, and uh, Gary Fisher, the drug smuggling dog. I kind of I just want to veto that last one. Please continue. <laughs> but I'd like to think that like we're introducing characters one at a time. Yeah. Just sort of like to create like a shared universe, because yeah. that's how you got to do it. You got to have like you got to introduce the characters one at a time. Right. That's, that's the mistake that DC made. <laughs> it's not doing that. So we have to come up with our you know maybe we have like little side characters like the bones out guy, <laughs> the bones out guy. <laughs> I thought that was just one joke. <laughs> He's a side character. Is it Ant Man? Just. <laughs> <laughs> How much fucking traction do you think we can get out of, like, it being interior design after that first little run-through? Well, you know, it become a haberdasher of some sorts. <laughs> so he's fucking making hats now? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a gentleman. He's Gentleman Bane. Gentleman he's, Bane. Yeah, he's a haberdasher. Re- Renaissance Bane? Uh, yes. Bane-assance man? <laughs> Yes, and I have a sweet suit that breathes in the summer. Oh, yes, I recently purchased a lathe. (laughs) (laughs) I have five ascots coming in the mail right now. (laughs) You know whether they make a pipe you can brew coffee in? (laughs) It's called a bripe. I'm getting four. (laughs) I'm just hipster Bane now. (laughs) Oh, I I bought some houndstooth spats. Putting on the Ritz Bane. <laughs> this petticoat is lovely. Oh, is that real monkey fur? <laughs> is this Bane or the fucking Monopoly guy? It doesn't, it doesn't even sound like Bane anymore, by the way. <laughs> it just sounds like some... It's Bane in our universe. It just sounds like some British guy. And we just keep calling him Bane. Anyone who didn't listen to the last was like, what the fuck are they talking about? Because we started out kind of like this before... And now, now it's just, oh, pimp, pimp, yes, I am a houndstooth shoe. <laughs> I'm going to be I have a peacoat made out of peacocks. A peacock peacoat. A peacock coat, if you will. But you won't, because you're poor. <laughs> and it, it has no sleeves, because I'm vain. <laughs> very warm down here in the sewer. I'm very fresh and forward. I use brill cream. I don't even have any hair. <laughs> my talus? I use my talus, Jess. I use my talus on my scrotum hair. I have a, it's so luxurious. I have a Bronson mustache under the mask. <laughs> people don't... People, nobody cared who I was until I wore the mask. It's kind of a hat on a hat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen, Bane. Good day to you, sir. I will crash your brain. All right, good day, gentlemen, and I mean that in the opposite of a greeting. I'm going to hop on my cross-country boat. <laughs> the fuck? This is it's very steampunk. Is that a boat he made out of cross-country skis? It fries. It works on the dreams and imagination. So not, so not steam. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of a dream craft. Feels like you call it steampunk, but it doesn't run on steam. Kind of, kind of confused. I just I glued a lot of gears to the side of it. 
I kind of like the steam pump aesthetic, but it's not really practical. And don't use coal. Bad for the environment. I really fucking love this stuff. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I love Gentleman Bane. You've gone long and hard on Gentleman Bane for this segment. Like we're, we're most of the way to your house, and you've only talked about Gentleman Bane. Alright, so uh, what are your thoughts on the solo trailer? The Han Solo trailer, the teaser that was released on the Super Bowl. We still we kind of mentioned the last, well, the last time we recorded. Yeah. And then they had the full-blown trailer. Yeah, full-blownsies. Uh, <laughs> That's how you describe AIDS when it's not HIV anymore. Um, it, no, it looks it looks really fun. Yeah. I was super excited to see like there was some sort of Darth Vader type guy I, I, on a planet. I've got to rewatch it because you keep talking about you know feather Darth Vader guy, and um, I I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. There is a <laughs> scene where there's like. And I want to say, I'm hoping and praying that this is some sort of Knights of Rent situation, where there's literally like ten guys on a beach, all of them are dressed in dark clothes, ragged, some of them are tribal, some of them just look ragged, and the guy in the middle is wearing a mask, which is very indicative of, of like Kylo Ren's. I'm really hoping that that's Captain Phasma's planet. And because you said, you, you were telling me earlier that you read the book... I the, read the, like I, I, official canon. I read some of the book. <laughs> some of the book about Captain Phasma's planet, where they're they're tribal people it's, it's after like, civilization or some of some sorts. Or imagine like the the topography of Themyscira and the world state and politics of Mad Max. It's really fucking cool. But there was a there was a civilization at one point. Yeah. It is broken down. People are now savages, but they also kind of have technology. They, they scrounged like, up technology right, like or scavenged you know, technology. Sh- ships will crash on the planet because the orbital defense system is still active. Uh-huh. So it'll shoot down any ships that get too close to the planet, and then they'll go, like, scavenge from the ships, so, you know. But you're saying she's wearing a mask, yeah. like, even from, like, day one, even as, like... Oh, oh yeah, she, she's wearing, like, a tribal mask, and she's got a big old spear because she's Captain Phasma, and that's her thing in all of the marketing, Low-tech but never on the show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a scene where there's, like, 12 yeah. guys on a beach. Yeah. Or, or some sort of sandy uh, drift or whatever. And, one of the, and, and like, the one in the middle is wearing a very Kylo Ren-like mask. But I swear to God, he has, like, feathers on him and stuff like that. But, like, the way, you know, like a, like a travel person would wear feathers. But it's kind of cool because it looks technology plus savage. Uh, you know, I'm digging the fucking Donald Glover... Donald you know, Glover. I love how they, you know, they didn't. I'm glad they didn't like. Let's put Don, uh, Donald Glover in the exact same suit that we finally right. first see. Uh, He's doing got like different facial hair. Yeah, buddy. he has sideburns and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, yeah, you could tell it's He's Lando-ish. He's, there, there's a definite essence of Calrissian to it. Yeah, it, which, yeah. Um, he's not going to be wearing the same clothes I, thirty years earlier. I think that's what uh, what they used to kill Socrates was essence of Calrissian. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let me see what else. There is like a a, sh- a squat little female character, which and, oh, I would it, hope it looks is like Maz Kanata. Like a but I mean, I mean I don't know. It might is is isn't Maz Kanata supposed to be like like a Yoda, like a nine hundred year old type character? Oh, oh she's like when you eight hundred years old, you see all kinds of different eyes. Thank you, come on, I lost <laughs> wow. it. But, yeah, yeah, um, ancient butthole eye Lupita. But yeah, she's she's like Yoda aged kind of thing. But, but the good thing is, is even though she's old, mm-hmm. we got a glimpse in the Last Jedi that she still 
very, uh, you know, active and can, you know, be in a gunfight and firefight and hold her own. She's got a cool uh, camera that just follows her. Yeah. That's neat. <laughs> a floating iPad. It's fucking nice of it. It's a floating iPad! <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. I can FaceTime while walking. So, alright. So, uh, my morning my, my morning constitution. Uh, alright, I don't... I, I don't... I don't... With the I don't fucking get to talk about Solo. I see how it is. Here, here's my opinion. Now I'm just going to filibuster Bane until we park. <laughs> fucking asshole. Uh, um, we got to see it. We see a cool monorail. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, it looks like it does a little flip. <laughs> like a, like a, I think it's like a view to a hard I, I, turn. Yeah, I, I, know, I know fucking whenever I ride a monorail, I'm like, I want to puke when this is over. Well, I think that? that's like a that's a transport. That's not for leisure. That's that's to fucking get shit from point A to point B. Probably expensive shit for them to heist. Is that a word to heist something? I'm going to heist that ass. I don't know. I, I always put but, a verb in, and then you know I'm gonna. But you get what I mean. Ass. Like yeah. that looks like that could be carrying some sort of valuable things that they're gonna want to get. Because it looks like it definitely it definitely looks like a heist movie at the very least. Oh, for sure, man. Like they're 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 gonna hijack something. We're gonna see at least a, we're gonna see at least one heist. I'm guaranteeing well we're gonna see at least one heist. We'll I'm, see one heist, maybe two by the end of this year. Yeah, two. <laughs> and then it, then they're flying through space and there's like Spiked tentacles or something? Yeah, is that a jaw? Is that? I mean, I mean, we saw that giant it, worm in it like certainly Star looked Wars. like a tentacle. Um, I maybe Raftar. Raftars are sort of like those could end to end. Oh, like a, like a, those like could have been babies, like a queen Raftar. Yeah. Wow, that or, would be or like a Reptar. <laughs> like Raptar, like the, like the Godzilla knockoff from, from the Rugrats. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> Disney bought out Nickelodeon. Anyway, which so, could happen. <laughs> One day can happen. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I you know watching the trailer, it looks like a pretty big departure from the you know tone and visuals of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. The but, car chase was fucking awesome. Yeah, but like we might, you know, that might be what we need. If nothing else, Last Jedi kind of at least took me out of my expectations for like what will and won't be in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, no lightsaber fight. Poe Dameron says big ass. <laughs> you know, just weird shit that like, wow, that doesn't really fit with the recipe from last time, but I guess we're going to roll with it. Yeah, and yeah. If, if that's what they want to do with this movie, we're already kind of weaned off of Star Wars as we knew it with Last Jedi. So I'm, I'm on board. I give this movie a three and a half popcorn buckets out of a possible uh, two sodas. <laughs> well, I, I I freeze framed another. There was a, there's a there's a scene where there's a girl like in a shiny gold dress. Yeah, and she has like a thing in her mouth. A tongue? No, like a, she has like a she has, for lack of a better term a gold pacifier. Let's just put it call it that. Uh-huh. And and I mean, then uh... <laughs> right next to her there's like a frog and a floating. Uh, there's a frog in like a floating case. Like so, Jabba's shit. Yeah, but I mean, I wonder if it's going to be like. The frog is actually singing. Uh, like the frog probably has like a beautiful angelic voice while like she's just and it's just like jangling out of her mouth. Yeah, or something like that. That would be. I don't freeze frame it when you get a chance. Like mm-hmm. she she has like a thing in her mouth mm-hmm. and actually a thing on her neck also. She's wearing that gold dress. It's all gold, mm-hmm. but there's a floating frog in a like a like the floating heads look like in Futurama uh-huh. in in right floating next to her, and I'm like. I mean, maybe she was just smoking frog while she's dancing. <laughs> oh, that's right, the frog, yeah. the the. Hey, look, Jabba, Jabba, the Jabba had his hookah full of fucking alien frog, 
Ah. Although Disney said that they're eliminating smoking from all their stuff, so... Ah. Oh, we'll see. I just think it would be one of those, like, cute just juxtapositions of yeah. a frog yeah. having, like, a beautiful angelic voice. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. <laughs> Right Everyone looks now. and it stops. We'll be right back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc. Eleven fifteen East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comics etc1. Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Uh, necrophilia. Uh, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. I am, in the most sincerest of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie, jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of. Unimaginable! At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously, at 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this. Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything yeah. that kept little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch movie. this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. Click and hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane-refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins. You can leave the pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The Click and Hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient, getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit www.click-the-letter-n-hit.com. That's clickandhit.com. And now, for listeners of Two Strangers One Podcast, you can use promo code STRANGERS and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com. That's promo code STRANGERS for 10% off your purchase. And we're back. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh. Oh, can you That's not that? racist. <laughs> well, the uh, Cleveland Indians are getting rid of Chief Yahoo. Or Wahoo. Good. <laughs> Wahoo. So you can't go, hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh. That's racist. Oh, that, that's why you can't do that? Because <laughs> of what the Cleveland Indians are doing? Well, okay, one of our co-workers... <laughs> Hold on, you're, you're, kind of, you're, you're taking advice on what's okay to do <laughs> from a team called the Cleveland Indians? <laughs> Wait until 2018 to change your logo. 
Uh, so one of our coworkers was a black guy, asked me, so have you pre-ordered your tickets to Black Panther yet? Oh, he asked me every fucking day. <laughs> and so I said, I said, no, not really. And he's like, and I, and I totally forgot that I had made a big deal how I pre-ordered tickets to Star Wars. Right. <laughs> he goes, oh, but you pre-ordered tickets to Star Wars? So you're not going to pre-order tickets to Black Panther? Uh-uh. And it's like, I mean, I'm pretty sure Black Panther is going to be awesome, but yeah. I don't need to see it in IMAX. Uh-huh. You know, Star yeah. Wars... <laughs> I know exactly what he's getting at, so I yeah. play into it. I'm like, oh no, I don't support those movies. <laughs> and it's like, I'm pretty, but actually, I mean, it does. They do look like it has like some cool special effects that are like mm. would probably look good in IMAX, like yeah. like a car that's like digitally turns into a truck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Black Panther turns into a truck. <laughs> like fucking Moonwalker. <laughs> it's like is Michael Bay direct Black Panther. <laughs> Everything well, why, turns into well, a truck. Why didn't you pre-order your tickets to Black Panther? Because Michael Bay directed it. <laughs> and he's a racist. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, Did, but you, oh, but you, you could get tickets to go see Star Wars, but you can't see Black Panther. So like, I feel, I kind of feel bad. Like maybe I should pre-order tickets. Don't don't let him fucking race bait you into pre-ordering tickets to a movie when you're trying to save I money. Like, I don't even have a car. Right. I don't know what movie. I don't know what right. showing I can get to. Yeah. What, you know. What movie theater am I going to Uber to on opening day and hope that I make it out in time for work? Yeah. You know. I mean, I want to see it. Yeah. I plan on seeing it the weekend it comes out, or you know. Don't don't let him race bait you. <laughs> Oh, oh, he can get Star Wars. You know, there's, a, there's a black guy in Star Wars, so like, you know, he doesn't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> That's a terrible argument. There's one black man in Star Wars sometimes. <laughs> have you seen Odo? Oh, so we were discussing earlier today the Cloverfield paradox. Yes. On dropped on Netflix right after the Super Bowl. Hour and thirty minutes of great movie and fucking five minutes of a wet fart. <laughs> yeah, JJ Abrams seems to ham fist. I think he, like, you know, he's a big Hollywood producer. He probably gets tons of scripts. He says, you know, he probably gets a script. He goes, yes, I'm going to make that movie. But I'm going to fucking force it into my fucking Cloverfield universe. Because the first one was a kaiju Godzilla-style movie. Found found footage, point of view camera. Uh, Really good in the theater and loses something yeah, I, I remember I, I saw that movie and like, and I'm not a person who gets motion sickness, but I was like, Jesus Christ, enough! And that was a young. I'm not a person who gets motion sickness either, and I didn't. So. <laughs> that was a young. Um, what's his face? Lizzie from, Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller. Well, Lizzie Kaplan and Mary Elizabeth Winstead are those. You know, that's the Brian Pullman. The Brian Pullman. The Pullman Paxton. They kind of have that dynamic. We always get those confused. Disagree. You are, but I respect you. I never, the, get, I never get them. The girl that, and I'm talking about the one that blows up in the subway from yeah. all the bugs being inside her. Spoiler Cat. alert. <laughs> so to a, a movie, movie that's literally ten years old. A movie that came out before I got my driver's license. <laughs> so the first one was a kaiju fine footage point of view movie. The second one was a psychological thriller psychological thriller, thriller claustrophobic yeah. and like a fallout shelter john goodman's the bad guy and oh my god more of that less of everything else yeah <laughs> you know once again great setup horrible fucking payoff um and this one was like a sci-fi I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll say for 10 cloverfield lady the payoff 
was great, but then the part after the payoff, which they feel like was the payoff, wasn't so great. Yeah. The, the actual climax of the movie, where it should have ended, uh-huh. was fucking phenomenal. And then they're like, oh, by the way, alien bullshit. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you, got you. It, you could have been like, right at that shot where she's about to take the helmet off the hazmat suit. Uh-huh. If you just fucking rolled credits as soon as she broke the seal, uh-huh. fucking perfect movie. Call it something different. Yeah, exactly. Once again, th- this seemed like a whole separate movie. J.J. Abrams probably got the rights to, you know, probably paid a couple bucks. You know, some, some you know, writer probably got, you know, nice and paid. And like, But he's like, but, but the twist, we're going to stick this in my fucking Cloverfield universe. And maybe that's not such a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like, these could be scripts that, like, people crank these scripts out and they're really fucking good, but they're not super marketable. So he says, you know what, we can take this story, tweak it just a little bit to fit into this franchise people know about, and you'll get people to watch it like fucking crazy. Gotcha. And it'll be your writing and shit on screen just, you know, a couple seconds in the middle, and then the last ten seconds or so will be tailored to get these fuckers to watch. Now, the guy that directed 10 Cloverfield Lane died in a car crash. I don't know if that's true. (laughs) He had directed a short that got big on YouTube. It was the Portal <laughs> fan film. Short that got big. Boy, he, <laughs> he did the fucking. He did that. He did the Portal fan Dude, I film. I remember that shit. That was great. And uh, and with that, no, like JJ like, Abrams said, the ones with like the guards chasing him down the hall and she jumps off the roof and stuff, right? Uh, I the one that I'm talking about looks very JJ Abrams ish. But it was the guy it, doing it, it as is a... Is the chip kind of old looking? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That one's fucking awesome. It, but it, it, I mean, it looks like it was, you know, like he he borrowed a lot of J.J. Abrams style. You know, a lot of lens flares. Let's just put it like that. Um, that being said, on the back of that, J.J. Abrams said, okay, I will, I will fucking buy the rights to Portal or, or, or you know, whatever they, you know, uh, license the rights to Portal or whatever. And uh, and I'll, you can do the portal movie, but until then, take a look at this script that I have. Oh wait, so uh, there's a portal movie. There's going to be a portal movie executive produced Direct- by JJ Abrams, and, directed by that directed guy. Directed by the guy that did the fan film. Yeah. Holy shit, that's gonna be great. Yeah. So that's one of those like you know, God bless America type things. And so with and I like Cloverfield Paradox. I thought it was. Yeah. You know, there's a friend of mine that sort of like bashing it, like, oh, you know, where'd they get the, 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 the printed bullets? You know, because it's a, there's a 3D printed gun, or 3D printed. Uh, where do you get 3D printed gunpowder? From what I can tell, that 3D printer just has a shitload of common elements and can make whatever the fuck you need. Mm-hmm. It's there. It can know, make a bagel. It can make a gun. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert! I guess for Cloverfield Paradox, it's, it's, it's there. Well, t- if, if you're listening this far into our random ass bundle of things we talk about, and you're like, oh shit, now they're going to spoil this movie they've been talking about for 10 minutes? Maybe you deserve it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, my understanding was like, they've got a bunch of just random ass shit, mm-hmm. and this is like their, their their cyberpunk ghetto version of the fucking Star Trek replicator. Yeah. Well, I so, mean, it makes it a little more plausible. So like, for today's, if, if you've got the the atoms that you need to chemically make gunpowder, then you can three D print gunpowder. You, you have a, a nuclear equipped, you know, weird, crazy engine bullshit thing flying the ship all over the place that can just keep it in orbit for years. I'm gonna allow the three D printed ones. Oh, 
the uh, the the collider, the the, yeah. the super collider yeah. but in I, space. I'm, I'm saying like the ship was just able to sustain and be perfectly clean and all the ship went on. And I'm willing to suspend my disbelief because none of that's as bad as the last shot of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I liked the. Uh, it it took on my heartstrings, and that's you know for a fucking cold prick like myself, Ew. where. <laughs> Cold like a witch's tit. Why is your prick cold? <laughs> it's, it's cold outside. Are you trying to keep your sperm count high? Because, like, <laughs> for what? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I might find somebody else. Okay. <laughs> Red. <laughs> um, so, there's, there's the woman who ends up going to another universe. Another dimension. Another dimension. Probably universe. Yeah, <laughs> another another you know a parallel they, universe. They kept saying dimension, but they were wrong. It was yeah. no, they meant universe. Parallel universe, where in the universe she came from, her children died in a tragic accident that she caused, that, that she caused because she's just a shitty electrician. <laughs> Should have hired her like a contractor. Yeah, right. Well, I guess. Well, I mean, it's in a world where like there's blackouts and the government's probably putting sanctions and rationing electricity. You know, you probably. So she built an arc reactor in a cave with a box of scraps. <laughs> and it killed her. Maybe she got one of those like Tesla batteries, the, the ones like for the house that Tesla invented. But, um, okay, so... <laughs> so she killed her kids by accident. She killed her kids by accident, and so now she's in a universe where the accident never happened, her kids are still alive, and she has every intention of going down to Earth and, and meeting up with her husband, her alternate self, and her children... Which I would have kind of liked to see that, because <laughs> how do you like you know imagine another you shows up at the door and says yes I'm you from another universe, I want to hug the kids. Like I said earlier, I give it half an hour before the husband's got to go. He's like, which one do I fucking shoot? <laughs> like Rick and Morty. Which is which? Shoot him. But uh, you know when and then like for her to make the decision like when she finally see when she, when it's revealed to her yeah when make the left. When it's revealed to her that her kids are still alive, like that fucking just, oh, that tore my fucking heart out. Um, and that ate it to gain its strength. Ooh, what the fuck is yeah. that guy's problem? Holy shit. Well, I don't think he knows how to drive very well, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably distracted. Yeah. See, it seems like you took that turn a little wide. <laughs> Why do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> So, the podcast is probably going to come out a day or two late because you called out sick from work. It could also just be like 15 minutes shorter. Yeah. I already do a lot of editing. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's, like... It could be like a brief we, podcast. We, yeah, I mean, that's... Well, not a lot. It took a lot of the silences out and... Well, but I'd rather have a kind of quicker podcast than uh-huh. have us off by a day for forever. Gotcha, gotcha. Because just because of the nature, you only get like fifteen minutes. Or if you really want, record tomorrow on the way in too. Ah, if you want to do that, I thought we would. It is not recording time. Just to just to play catch up. <laughs> or if you don't want, to, you can play I'm, mustard. I'm, I'm, I want to play mayonnaise. You know what, man? Just fucking have a nice week. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's entirely up to you. Okay. Anyone listening, it's entirely up to him. <laughs> Cl- glad you could be here for this behind-the-scenes shit. <laughs> We're not going to edit it in post. <laughs> going to leave every just awful Every awkward silence. 
Yeah, don't. I'm trying to pad this fucker. Don't, don't, don't modulate for dead air at this point. <laughs> like, as soon as you start talking about, like, oh, this is, this is going to be a little late, just don't modulate anymore. <laughs> I have, like, no a, truncating silence. Yeah, and try and get, like, a like a really low-frequency tone to <laughs> just grow gradually louder and, like, come to an angry violin, like, <laughs> head, like, right now. <laughs> if you could do that, that'd be great. It'd be really funny if, you know that was going on and then as people were listening they started to notice like oh shit this is what he was this is what he's talking about i get i noticed that <laughs> that'd be pretty cool and then if, if you could just like this sentence i'm saying right now uh-huh. play it again but backwards and then we could just keep going that'd be cool does that all sound good? You think you can handle, you think you can handle all that weird shit? <laughs> can I give you, give you a little more to cut? The podcast got really weird, man. I like yeah. when they did their characters. <laughs> Do characters again. <laughs> it's very an experimental space. I, I feel like Austin was fucking with my phone from like the past. <laughs> that wasn't great. Has that been recording? I don't know. You haven't even checked? No. I'm like, I don't want to know. Oh, that's a... That's a... It's a responsible way to go about this. And we're back. Oh, guy, look, the guy's using a, a motorized pelletizer. He's, I learned how to use that uh, uh, motorized. Yeah, right, right. Motorized. He's using a powered pallet jack to move a ramp onto a hydraulic lift. To move a, a fork, a, a pan truck it's, onto it, a ramp. It's just a fucking inclined plane <laughs> orgy going on there, man. He's using a motorized pallet jack. To take a ramp and a, and a hand truck onto the the back of the truck that lift elevator thing. It's it's not like you know they got like the, what was it the seven simplest tools or whatever. <laughs> it's like just one simple tool, but fucking seven different times. <laughs> the wheel, the wedge, mm-hmm. the lever and pulley, <laughs> the lever system, the, the pulley, the, the internal combustion engine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that one's one of the simple. <laughs> Interlocking uh, ziplock, uh, <laughs> interlocking ziplock uh, seal. The little cap things that go on the end of your shoelace. <laughs> Why does every zipper have YKK on the zipper? Because uh, there's one yeah, zipper yeah. company in the world. Well, it's owned the, by the, the Illuminati. The, the, the zipper, that zipper company handles like ninety percent of all zipper manufacturing. It's all that, but. But how come they get all the contracts? What is what's that all about? They're Japanese. There's no antitrust. <laughs> ah, but I mean, we could build companies here that make zippers as efficiently as the Japanese who've been doing it since the samurai days. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> Feudal zippers. I feel like they were just like made with uh, feudal zippers made with uh, like bamboo. <laughs> Like they were just first to the party as far as like mass producing zippers, and everyone else was like, "Fuck it, man, it's zippers." <laughs> you got this. Yeah. Let, <laughs> Pat them on the back and right. keep walking. Let them have zippers. I've got this thing that just it, it gins your cotton for you. <laughs> I don't know what to call it yet. <laughs> Rest assured, your cotton will be ginned. <laughs> and the printing press. <laughs> to press print or gin cotton. <laughs> I'm your guy. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you just said, lady. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> 
so I was doing a little writing last night for an upcoming project, and I just like I was drinking, and I generally don't drink when I write because I, I think I find it counterproductive. I mean, we would call you a pussy, but go on. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm more of a caffeine while writing guy. Right. You know, definitely caffeine, but I, for some reason, I was just in the mood, and like, like my hard drive has like seventeen thousand songs or whatever, like. Like, for my long collection of, of music from, like, that I've been downloading since, like, 1999. Oh, that must have cost you a lot of money to get all the licenses for those songs. Yeah, all the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly didn't illegally torrent these, but, you know. And I got tracks that go back to, like, Kazaa. <laughs> I never used, like, LimeWire. I know everyone, like... That was, like, the big one a lot of other people use, LimeWire. I mean, Napster, when it was Napster, before they sold out, became, like... Before they sold out and got sued by the calico, like a bunch of <laughs> But uh, I don't know. I just got in a fucking groove. Like, like a lot of good songs came up in a row, and I was just like, my body said, "You know what? Fuck you. I'm not going to go to sleep. You've been drinking. There's a lot of good music. I'm just going to." So I just like that's why. Like, you see my Facebook feed? It's like I did like nine thousand tweets because I was just drunk and rocking out all night. You were so drunk you're able to tweet on Facebook. <laughs> Well, I can I can say that because my my Facebook automatically tweets to my Twitter when I Facebook it. So or does your Twitter automatically post to your Facebook? And I think it does both. I think, and it's weird because sometimes I'll I'll send a message or I'll, I'll technically write to someone on Twitter, but not a direct message, sort of just on my timeline, right. and then Facebook picks it up. Yeah, so in Facebook, it has no fucking context of what's going on. Why does that, that sounds like something I wouldn't want to do. Yeah, why, why does Chris want to know what time the show is or something? You know, it's just, oh, it's just some random. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah. I don't know, West. I don't know who Chris is talking to right now, but they seem like they're both pretty upset with Kevin Sorbo for some reason. <laughs> oh my god! The, okay, uh, well, hold on. Maybe you guys aren't upset with him. You're just disappointed. <laughs> disappointed! Oh, um, the poor man's sci fi network. Which is, or should I say, it's still, still the sci-fi, sci-fi. sci-fi. <laughs> uh, Comet. Because since I don't have cable, but I do have one of those, like, clear TV things. And, uh... Oh, so you actually mean the poor man's <laughs> sci-fi. Not, the, just, not just, like, a shittier version of, like, an actual poor man's. Well, it, it's, it, but it's, uh, it's called Comet. Right. And, uh... And they have, like... A while back, they just had... They just kept giving fucking Stargate SG-1 reruns. Like, it was, like, it was, like the Stargate SG-1 network. And, like, you could catch, like, old episodes of Mystery Science Theater 3000, and the occasional, you know, like, horror kind of sci-fi movie, whatever. And I guess they got the contract for Andromeda, oh. which is the Kevin Sorbo yeah, uh, post-Gene uh, Roddenberry died, so we're going to use something that he, he kind of, like, he looked at one thing, held up a piece of paper, Gene Roddenberry looked at it, kind of smiled, and they said, let's make a series out of this. It was, it was uh, you know, Buffy Star Trek. Yeah, and it's like, and is that that's what's his face from Game of Thrones and Aquaman, right? Is that? Oh, um, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Jason Momoa. Is it is that Jason Momoa? I haven't seen that show in forever. I remember Kevin Sorbo and the weird cat girl thing. That, yeah, there was the, like, the the hot alien and she'd cat like girl. Die and change color and stuff. Yeah, she would change color. Her hair would change, or she'd she'd have funky dreadlocks. Then there was the. The CGI ship that was like projected in a 3D hologram sort of a deal. 
Oh yeah, just you just go right ahead over there. Yeah, it's only snowy and wet and slippery. You just cut well, across. You're only cutting across three lanes of traffic and slush going 60 miles an hour. You're not a dick. Yeah. For those of you uh, playing along, with us, <laughs> uh, he he is a dick. Actually. Yeah. Uh, here it is. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I believe Jason Momoa was part of the, the, the alien race they called the Nietzscheans, which were basically humans. It was basically, they said, let's make a race of Klingons, but don't we don't want to have to put makeup on them every day, so we'll kind of give them like Klingon-like uh, ethics and let everyone just wear leather vests. <laughs> like, all the Nietzscheans are all like, uh, you know, well-buffed people. The men tend to have more dreadlocks than, than anything else. But it just seemed like more dreadlocks than anything else. <laughs> I'm just saying, is if he's, if he's so had... on their dating site. <laughs> more dreadlocks than anything else. <laughs> I think it's like a style choice. Like, yeah, we're, we're this race because we have dreadlocks. And not... But oddly enough, the cat girl so had so dreadlocks like also. <laughs> But yeah, they were supposed but, to be but like the cat girl had dreadlocks, and the Nietzscheans were like, "That's cultural appropriation." <laughs> you can't use that. That's my, our thing. my culture's not a fucking costume, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> Java was such a woke show. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I caught it the other day. Like I was getting ready for work, I was just flipping through the channels, and I'm like, first, first, first of all, it was awesome Andromeda, and then like. You know, and, and I'm like, I'm watching, I'm like, I'm 99% sure that's Jason Momoa. Like, before he became Jason Momoa. Are you going to apologize to Tommy B? What? <laughs> Got your questions. <laughs> the, the fuck is this, man? You that, that, that little guy for Channel 4 News? Fucking dropping, like, how do you feel about your dad, Robert Downey Jr., and shit? <laughs> like, are you ever going to apologize to Tommy B? Uh, what, what, what are we doing here? Are we, trying to, are we advertising a movie? Or? <laughs> um, I, I mean, what do I have to apologize for? <laughs> We're saying fuck him and the horse that he rode in on. Well, you want to get him a horse so you can say fuck him and the horse he rode in on? Is, is that what I said? Are you, <laughs> or something to that effect? I'm, I'm going to buy him a horse so I can ride in on it so that I can say fuck him and the horse he rode in on. Is that, is that what I said to Tommy B? Yeah. Has he said anything since I? Uh, yeah, he, he, said, he was like, "God damn!" Because I just wanted to say, I don't like, I don't like a guy who doesn't like pickles or something like that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I like guess. we finally get feedback. <laughs> I guess, um, you know, that was his chance to apologize, and he didn't take it. <laughs> so the balls in your court, Tommy B. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of a volley thing. I'll be the bigger person as soon as He's you're the bigger, the bigger person. person. I, I'll be I'll be as big a person as as him. But until Very then, magnanimous of you. Thank you. I think. And googling magnanimous. Oh shit! The car's spinning. Yeah, I, can't, I can't Google magnanimous right now. My hands are a little busy. So, sounds big though. I like that. I'm the most magnanimous you've ever seen. seen. <laughs> anyway, Tommy B, if I upset you, I'm sorry. But, you know, I'm sure you're fine. You seem like a tough broad. I don't know what the fuck you just said, little boy. 
Jump, let me get a crack at that pussy first. Let me find out. Or <laughs> uh, some fearsome monster. Why am I... I would yell that to them if I knew who either of those dudes were. What the fuck's <laughs> happening up there? Seriously, though. Um, I think I'm going to be replacing some sort of air conditioning unit of some sort. Is <laughs> in a mercy flight right now? <laughs> they had a break down the... Came in early and had a heart attack. They had to fucking crane him out of there. <laughs> Had to have uh, evac units come. <laughs> the helicopters are stronger on there. So I guess there's a whole new not controversy, but there's like people like, oh, they spent five million dollars to advertise uh, the Cloverfield paradox, but they have shows like Altered Carbon that they, you know, they barely put any kind of money behind. Well, mind you, I've seen Altered Carbon on like advertising on Facebook. I mean, not that they're big one, not like. But then again, Cloverfield is a brand that. You know, yeah, they could throw five million behind because it's a more off the top of the head. If you say altered carbon, no one's like, "Oh, you mean that Blade Runner ripoff?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, with this Cloverfield movie, they just—sorry for the crinkles. Oh, no. they, um, they just dropped it on Netflix with no fanfare, and that was like the appeal is supposed to be. Hey, there's like no marketing for this man; it's just here now. Yeah, why not keep that going? And you know, just like J.J. Abrams tweets, "Hey." This is on Netflix now, and that's fucking it. And just so that'd be all word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't, you don't need to spend a fucking dime on it. Yeah, but from what I understand, if I read the article correctly, like, um, if you generally watch it, it will redirect you to Altered Carbon after you watch yeah. The Coalfield Paradox. So it's like, they're giving you a good in- lead-in. Like, you know, network TV, they always talk about, you know, the, the lead-ins, like why Thursday nights were always so, like big on NBC, like must-see TV, you know, back in the day, you know, pre-rape allegations, Cosby show, Jesus. you know, it was, I remember like it was a Cosby show, and Different World, and Cheers, and whatever the fuck else, you know, and whatever show, and Frasier, you know, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know, like Thursday nights were like the big nights, so I mean, at least Netflix kind of like hedge their bets saying, okay, if you don't like, if you like science fiction like uh, Cloverfield, you're going to like, you know, Altered Carbon. Maybe they produced Altered Carbon just so they could, or no, maybe they produced the Cloverfield movie and like, get this out so that they could lead in on that. Maybe that was, yeah. a, maybe that was their strategy. I mean, I want to see it. I hear good things. You know, of course it's, they're comparing it to... the time, though, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we play Monster Hunter for hours to make that. <laughs> What kind of what kind of game is that? That's uh, PlayStation Four. I'm, style of games. Oh, well, it's got the havoc. I, any any game with the Havocs engine is worth playing. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck if it's if it's you know. If it's Matrix, the Path of Neo. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
which had the Havoc physics engine. It did? Um, but oh, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's like an action RPG thing, so you, um, you like, you build up your, your gear, you know, you, you know, collect stuff to make cool swords, and you sharpen your swords, and you prepare for your hunt, and then you take on contracts, and you go out and you fight these huge, like, dragons and dinosaurs and wolves and shit. And ah, okay. This, you can play with up to four people in your group just fucking shit up. Nice. Yeah. The Path of Neo wasn't... No, wait. Was it the Path of... No, no. I was... I was I'm, no, I'm, I never... Enter the Matrix. Enter the Matrix I liked. I never... I don't think I ever played Path of Neo. Well, the fact that you liked Enter the Matrix, you probably would have liked Path of Neo. <laughs> Enter the Matrix wasn't a good game. It was fun, though. I did play the shit out of it. But I recognize it was a deeply, deeply flawed buggy game. Yeah, I mean, they had to... They had to rush it out because the movies are filmed at the same... And they could started earlier. Anytime when they start filming... Well, no, but they tied it in with the movie. Like, they had the cutscenes and stuff like that, like, from the movie. Yeah. Or, 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 like, filmed, like, yeah, while they were... Yeah, and they, they like, shot other things. Yeah. I mean, the ending was a bit of a cop-out. Do you remember the ending? I don't. The, the, the... the well, at that time, the Wachowski brothers mm. come out, and they're, like, 8-bit graphics... And they're like, oh, hi. No, that, that was Path of Neo. That, that was Path of Neo? That was Path of Neo. Oh! I could have sworn that was Enter the Matrix. And they're like, oh, we couldn't figure out an ending. Well, most games end you fighting a big boss. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah. we couldn't, you know, the movie doesn't really end that way, so we yeah. kind of have to cheat and make a uh, make an ending. And it's Agent Smith, like, using garbage to make a yeah. giant he, kaiju huge agent. Smith. agent. <laughs> it was kind of cool, man. It was, was sort of neat. <laughs> but at least, at least, like, they were meta enough to go, like, you know what? <laughs> Look, we, we recognize that this isn't how the actual movie ends, but... Yeah, know. we have to give you a video game-style ending. No, okay, so then you probably didn't play Enter the Matrix, then. No, I, what, I remember playing Enter the Matrix, because I remember, like, the the cutscenes with Niobe and uh, the other dude... No, it's and Niobe and Ghost. And Ghost. And it's just not great, man. <laughs> Do you fly the Nebuchadnezzar, or the ship like the Nebuchadnezzar in it? Or am I... The, the Logos? The Logos? Yeah. It's the Logos. And you yeah, play the logos? Like at the very end, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I remember, then I played it then. All right. And I remember doing the, like, the one move, once I learned it, that was just the move that killed everybody, where you would, like, take the guy's gun, mm-hmm. flip him sideways, then yeah. kick him in the stomach, and he'd go flying yeah. through the air. That was, that's like, how the, you, That's how you could, like, kill agents <laughs> in the, the first level, where they're like, you gotta run, you can't handle the agents, and I'm like, fucking watch me, I'm gonna throw him <laughs> off this roof, and he's gonna die, and he can't take anyone over, because I killed everyone else. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, you'd get a trophy for that nowadays. I finally, I, re- I remember that game. I mean, I remember not being good, but I remember like having fun, like most relationships in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good, but it's fun. Nice. All right. So you're saying about a what? About die? You die twice? Yeah. So it's like some old saying, like, like everyone has two deaths. There's the first one, your heart stops beating. The second years later, when someone says your name for the last time. Oh shit! Yeah, it's that's harsh, fucked right? up, man. <laughs> but I guess if like you're one of those people that like donate to like a charity, get your name on a plaque or something. Yeah. And kind then, of like, that building gets torn down, and no one ever thinks about it again. And the aliens come, and rip the you. fucking building. Hey, <laughs> die again, you him. Take me to your skeeter. <laughs> I thought all you humans like these. I watched your PornMD.com. <laughs> you humans like it in the ass. No, the, the women like it in the ass. Well, there's some guys that like it in the ass. 
UFO, unidentified funny O face. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, UFO fo. Yo, UFO. Footy fafa. That's French. Which happens to be my name. Footy fafa. Footy fafa. Goony goo <laughs> we are looking for the one you call Sam Slub. <laughs> we too want to have sex with human earthlings. <laughs> well, any look, any earthling, a cow could be an earthling, a sheep could be an earthling. But any so human, human earthlings are all earthlings, though. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. Now, in the future, they not. You could not be an earthling and be a human. You be a Martian. Like that movie with uh, Matt Damon. Thank you. We want to. <laughs> <laughs> we want to have sex with human earthlings. For clarifying, what the Martian. Had Matt <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the funny thing is that you're the one who's told me, "Yo, you have to see the Martian." Or not, right. like, not like that, but <laughs> you're like the Martian. You know that Matt Damon movie? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Saw a big Martian kick at one point. I, I used to think also, it was a real Streisand. <laughs> also, it was a book <laughs> directed by. It still is a book. You don't Ridley direct S- books. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Well, the movie was directed by Ridley Scott. Yeah. He directed Alien and Gladiator. And are you just going to read Ridley Scott's IMDb page? It's an hour and fifteen minute show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it's. it's he has a lot of quality work, guys. I mean, he needs honorable mention. He, and he produced Aliens, and he just... <laughs> <laughs> he has a composing credit <laughs> on Gladiator. <laughs> if and when someone listens to this podcast, <laughs> I guarantee... That was a lie. <laughs> I guarantee they're the kind of person who, like, probably knows who Ridley Scott is. Uh-huh. <laughs> And, you know, if they found this podcast, they could find his IMDb page. <laughs> they don't need you. <laughs> well, isn't it, it's weird, like, when you see, like, uh, I think it was a Ridley Scott movie where, like, the composers were Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL. Junkie <laughs> XL? He's like a techno EDM electronic music kind of guy. Would it have been funnier if I chuckled and said, who the fuck is Hans Zimmer? <laughs> But it's funny that, you know, there are some scores. I, I, I want to say it might have been a Ridley Scott movie. I, or, or maybe, uh... One of the Batman v Super... Was it Batman v Superman? One of those movies had, like, Junkie XL. Uh, is it like... But it's funny, like, he's getting composer credit. But that's, like, when, you know, like, it leaves hand, the Hans Zimmer score and goes into... Kind of, like, you know... <laughs> Got a really dated concept of funk. <laughs> Junkie XL's like, you know, don't fucking pigeonhole me, man. <laughs> I can do classical music too. My name is Arnold. <laughs> Schwarzenegger, I was bamboozling you the whole time. <laughs> well, that's because. Uh, I'm the Junkie XL. <laughs> Well, let's get back into the Batman franchise. <laughs> get to the drop. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> uh, did, did I tell you I'm starting a uh, kind of like a ska dubstep band? A ska dubstep band? Yeah, first we drop the bass, then we pick it up, pick it up. Ah! Thank you. I'm, I'm here for uh, probably 10 more minutes, 20 if the other's bad. Ska step? 
For the real fucking posers? I call myself Skrullix. <laughs> that wasn't funny, I'm sorry. Uh, Skrullix. Uh, trying to think of a famous ska band? Mighty Mighty Boston's? Mighty Mighty... Real Big Fish? Real Big... No? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I guess... I, I, I don't know, I'm not a ska person. Like, uh, sublime, no doubt? Sublime to an extent. <laughs> Sublime is for people that are too young to remember old school hip hop and how much he's actually, how many lyrics he's actually stolen from like old school, old school hip hop. And people that are really, really, really too high to fucking notice a difference. I, I don't like Sublime. I mean, I like them, but I can't argue with anything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you, you got me there, but I still like them, man. <laughs> Don't don't stop people from enjoying things. Right. Fuck. Fed fuck. It's like even if Radiohead wins, I'm still gonna listen to a lot of Del Rey. Okay? <laughs> oh, that was uh, that was. They were interviewing some actress, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm like I'm really indie, like Radiohead." And I'm like, "Radiohead? You mean like that been around since fucking '94?" That comment would have played about 20 years ago. Sure. <laughs> Really indie like Radiohead. Yeah, yeah. You're just a you're just a little star. <laughs> I don't. There aren't any lanes on this road anymore, man. Yeah, we started just following the grooves of the snow. We're just we're just grooves in the snow. Ice road truckers. Wait, was that supposed to be Yeah, grooves in the snow. I hope it's worth the noise. I hope this is worth all the noise. I don't know why the Jesus Christ. That was the nineties, man. <laughs> well, I guess I've only played like Final Fantasy VII, so I don't know any chocobo noise. Well, that's still that's in that. I choke on my bow. I'm playing with just just your own. I'm playing with my chocobo. Yeah, you got a couple of chocobros come over. <laughs> you just. Just t- you just take those, uh, fuck are they called? <laughs> it's the Limp Biscuit Chocobo Race. <laughs> Choco Biscuit? Cloud Strife used Hookie Cookie. <laughs> Summoning Tiamat. Ah, it's me, I'm a Schwarzenegger, he's here all the time. All the time, man. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a fire dragon, yeah. This yeah. has just been the most fucking disconnected episode. <laughs> Nothing follows. Yeah. It's just stream of consciousness. It's, like, it's supposed to, well, there's nothing wrong with stream of consciousness. It's, if it's entertaining, right? I guess so. It's just like watching someone have a dream. <laughs> it's like, we're going to throw whatever we can at the wall, see what sticks, like, you know? It's like watching someone have a dream, but not like the kind of dream where they tell you about it the next day and try to make it sound interesting. Just so when they wake up, be like, oh, all right. Kind of got pissed now. <laughs> And then you forget about it. Right. You have really good dreams, and you fucking you take a piss, and they go away. Maybe dreams are piss. Because <laughs> by the time I'm done pissing, I've always forgotten the dream. Yeah. It's weird, man. And you're like, I'm going to write this down. And then sometimes you even have, like, I keep a pen and a pad by my bed. Mm-hmm. That, like, by the time I piss, I have to piss first. That takes priority. And you're like, I'm going to write this down. And then you go back to it weeks later, it's like... Lion ice cream. What the <laughs> fuck does that even mean? That's a monkey umbrella. <laughs> What's that monkey? We got, we got a Shriner 
but he's angry because he doesn't want to be cooked into a s'more? <laughs> I don't know that that's helpful at all. <laughs> I had I really I, hope this is just the texture of the road. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's just the texture of the road. It hasn't been plowed. We, he's on bridge. It hasn't been plowed in a while. Like your mom, high five. Wait, what? <laughs> oh. See, what this guy's got to do is not park right there, because that's where I need to leave. Uh, that can't be good. Oh, no, he's not parked. He's just got his hazards on. He's like, I'm not a great winter driver, guys, so I'm going to go real slow with my hazards on. Do you see me? Do you see me? It's on a fucking whiteout, man. Everyone can see you just fine. We get that you're going slow. We're all scared out here, okay? <laughs> I, for one, I'm terrified. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna deal. Any last words? <laughs> oh come on, man! Probably down to 25 <laughs> for this for this curve where the speed limit, when the weather's fine, is 25. <laughs> Whoops! It's more of a suggestion than anything else. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's more of a guideline. Yeah, if there's, if there's a white line around the stop sign, it's optional. <laughs> My friend failed her driver's test like seven times, and one of the times is because someone fucking told her that. And like when she finally got her license, it wasn't because she did well on her test finally, uh-huh. it's because she did super fucking poorly and started crying. It was like, I failed this seven times, and the guy's like, oh, fucking goddammit, just, just take it, please, don't cry. I was just trying to be all careful, because... Like, oh, cop, like, oh, no, that is... That's, that's, that's a public safety guy. That was, like, campus security or some <laughs> shit. I mean, I do, too, but I don't, don't tell anyone off grinder about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I clove my genitals, Junior, and the twins. I totally stole that joke from you. <laughs> yeah, you did. And it was completely devoid of context. Someone's just like, oh, great, he's back into the Arnold shit. <laughs> I'm embracing... I'm embracing this <laughs> this stream of consciousness thing. Well, thank you all for joining us for our least sensical and entertaining episode yet. I'm laughing, so that's... If I'm laughing, at your own, I'm laughing. If you're the only one laughing at your joke, and it wasn't a good joke. Oh my god, today at work... So, I, uh, so we're working in an area where I'm working a machine that needs... It needs constant attention. It's, it's worse than a fucking woman. It's a machine that, like, if you step away for 30 seconds, it jams up. And, like, I want to find the person who developed this machine. Because it's like, if you made a machine that is supposedly... It's, I mean, I understand it's somewhat automated. It needs, you know... But as it's doing its job, you have to fill it up with the raw materials and cups and boxes and all this other bullshit. But, like, you step away for 30 seconds to open a box, and it fucking gets jammed up. And I want to find the person who developed this machine and punch him in the face. Because that's not how... A machine... Like, a quote-unquote, like, semi-automated machine, whatever you want to call it, that's even a thing. Oh, fucking Mac 10. <laughs> semi-automated. Semi-automated machines. Don't hurt people. Fucking running back to the machine every 30 seconds hurts people. But it's like, it's it's frustrating, because it's like, well, I have to step away for a second. I'm not stepping away to goof off. I'm not stepping away to fucking have fun or sit down or relax. I'm stepping down to get more materials to put in the machine. The good news is whoever designed that with how old that machine is is probably dead. Oh. And I guess, like, okay, I guess it could be totally automated and I'd not have a job. Right. But still. The, the, the cool thing about every all that bad shit that you need to fix on the machine uh-huh. is that next Friday they're going to pay you for having done it. 
Yeah. That's how you gotta look at it. That's how you gotta face the world. That all, all our listeners out there, that's how you gotta go in every day, looking at it like, you know what? Fuck it, man. Don't look at your neighbor's plate. Yeah, don't look at your neighbor's plate. <laughs> you keep telling me. It's got, it's got racial slurs all over it. <laughs> fuck that. I'm looking at everybody's plate. I want to know what the fuck everybody has, because I want to know if I'm getting fucked or not. Yep. If I'm hungry, and I see someone eating more than me, yeah. then that's not fair. And so, I'm going to look at their plate. It's, well, I mean, it's a very Zen philosophy, and I guess it's one of those like just let it go. Like you'll be a lot happier if you let it go, and that's a big source of a lot of my you problems. Just, you just can't let shit go. I can't let shit go. No, I have to fucking address it. Yeah, I gotta get you a little little book of quotables <laughs> on these things. Like, you know, fucking the Zen of if there's, if there's a if there's a problem with a solution, there ceases to be a problem. <laughs> if there's a problem with no solution, there's it's not a problem. It's just the way things are. <laughs> Uh, worry is interest paid in advance on a debt that never comes due. Ah. And it's better to light a candle than to curse the darkness. Fuck that, man. Curse the darkness. Darkness is an asshole. <laughs> darkness deserves to be cursed. Fucking absence of light. I certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening and had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers on Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Austin. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. You should be fasting. Let's uh, let me do all my whole outro stuff. Please visit Two Strangers One Podcast.net where you can find all things show related. Uh, you can find links to our iTunes page. You can uh, download, subscribe to us on iTunes, on iPhone, iPad, or iPod. If you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can download us on the Stitcher app. That's S T I T C H E R for Android devices. Uh, that's the Stitcher app. I use the available offline option and. Uh, Listen later option, uh, so you don't have to kill your data, you don't have to kill your battery on your Wi-Fi spot. Get all the less episodes you want to listen to, and listen to them later. Um, and of course, we are available on the SoundCloud app. That is our hosting site. Um, I make sure all the episodes are downloadable. I think on iTunes they are downloadable, but on Androids they aren't. So that's why I'm a little like. But if you go to the website on SoundCloud, you can find us, and you can download them from there if you want to do. Um, if you want to write to us, you can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out, two strangers one podcast. Uh, I got a brand new computer. Thank you to my dad for helping me out uh, with uh, basically a payment for the computer because uh, we're recording this on a new on a new system. And it sounded good when I was recording earlier. So, um, you know, thank you, Dad. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it was the old computer holding you back and not this antique microphone. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, the microphone has, uh, it has, it has soul. It has yeah. spirit. It has you, you guys, you guys, you guys seeing all this soul in the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, it, um, I haven't, the funny thing is with the new computer, I haven't, I have this. I don't have time to sign into the email account right now, but no one writes us anyway. But if you want to write us, you can write us at Two Strangers One Podcast. Well, what happened to that Gmail. one fan that writes all the time? He he fell off the fucking face of the earth. I don't know what Literally? happened. Really? Well, I don't know. Do you think the Earth's flat? <laughs> oh, we got another hour to go there. Let's go to the space station. Look. Um, but yeah, the uh, but you can write to us at Two Strangers One Podcast at gmail.com. We want your money. We need your money. And until we set up a Patreon, what you can do is you can share and like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash two strange one podcast. Once again, all spelled out. And share this episode, like the page, uh, share the entire page, and that'd be great. Uh, we also have a YouTube group, Two Strange One Podcast Network. Um, let me see what else. Uh, we're on Twitter at Stranger Podcast. 
Um, no, I, I've only the episodes that are available online right now are really only from the past year. If you want to go back and listen to any of our other episodes from more than five years ago, we are on YouTube. Uh, just search for Two Strangers One Podcast. We can find all the earlier 200 some odd shows. Um, you can find my Stranger Vlogs, uh, which I've done about 40 so far, and I have two in the pipe. <laughs> and <laughs> two up the butt, two in my anus, like a finger. And uh, and I also have my audiobook. If you want to hear my second book, Odd I See a Tale from the Road, you can listen to it totally for free on YouTube. Just search for Odd I See a Tale from the Road. Also available on YouTube. And that's about it. I can't think of or speak on. No, I got you never... on, <laughs> I was like, fuck that. I got yeah, shit I got to do. If you, if you guys can tell me how to how to beat this part of Zelda I'm stuck on, it'd be great. <laughs> shoot, wanna... shoot me an email. Thunderblade Ganon's a bitch. <laughs> Thunder Blight Ganon. So if you have any way to beat Thunder Blight Ganon, you can write to us at two strings old podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> get, get some traffic in that email account. <laughs> Bunch of people telling me how bad I am at the game. <laughs> That's like the first like half of the game. Like not even the first half. Well no, no, it's because you can you can tackle those dungeons in any order. Oh, okay. Which I think is total ripoff of a uh, Shadow of the Colossus, but for another day. You you can't tackle those in any order. Oh, I guess. <laughs> Oh, you proved me wrong. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening. Had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Austin. Don't be a stranger. Peace. We're out. Bye. Chocolate. You should be fapping balls. All right. Here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read Double jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne smells good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But (laughs) (laughs) Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with a materialistic Lynette. Oh. Fucking, are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I smell, sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Oh, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia. Play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer, she got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher uh, Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. Is it? I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. <laughs> this is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2. Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! (laughs) 
Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. That's lulu.com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it still. Lulu.com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www.lulu.com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only 5 bucks. Five dollars is yeah. insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex sells. <laughs> Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.